Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow. Grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hey ken did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money well i did thanks to our friends at legacy precious metals the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Welcome, everybody. You ready, Deborah Mark? I'm ready. Here we go. It is a super... Duper. Not again. Super duper holiday getaway, getaway weekend. weekend. You, you did this routine. Yeah, but it's a new audience now, so they need to know that we're... <laughs> well, they're gone now. There's lots of traveling going on. You've heard the traffic reports. and yeah. It's busy out there. It's a big story, John Cobelt. Next is the weather. You. What do you have on the weather, the, the, Deborah? This is what the FM stations are for. We don't do this here. Oh, the weather. It's going to be nice. It's going to be overcast go, again do, tomorrow they morning. Do this, they do this up on the fifth floor. Yeah, it's going to be a little cloudy and cool weekend. But, yeah, uh, and then next week it's going to heat up. Would you guys mind if I got Melissa Melendez on? the line i mean you guys can why carry would you do that huh? you're getting in the way of a super duper holiday getaway weekend I'm opening gonna, i'm just gonna throw myself through the all right we have the moist line coming up in about uh, 15 minutes we are going to talk now to state senator melissa melendez this is a bit of a head scratcher uh because the terrible mass shooting in texas that uh, occurred on tuesday is followed by a piece of legislation which has passed the california state senate and it's going to end the requirement that students who threaten violence against school officials be reported to specified law enforcement authorities. This might be a way to get ahead of somebody that could ultimately be <laughs> yeah. a massive threat. Even if there's an attack, an assault, there's physical threats uh, uh, against teachers or any other public school employees, there's no requirement to uh, notify law enforcement. I, I don't understand this. Nobody understands this. Uh, uh, Melissa, how are you? Oh, I hung up on her? <laughs> yeah, you rushed us to put her on. You hung look up on the, her. Look at that. Huh? Uh, she's, that. A, of oh, course, she's from bad. the Inland Empire State Senator right. Melissa Melendez. Melissa, you're on. No, I'm, 
Okay. I'm on. Okay. I'm keeping so, my hands off the phone. Um, what is this about? <laughs> well, so this bill came up on Monday, the day before the shooting in Texas. It came up for a vote. It didn't have enough votes. They put it on call. They brought it back in the afternoon. It didn't have enough votes. It died. Or so I thought. Then yesterday, they brought it back up for a vote again. It failed to get enough votes the first time. They brought it up again another time. So it took four times to get this bill passed. This is insanity. I, you know, I, I told them, look, just think back. And when I did this debate on the floor, this was on Monday. So this was pre-Texas, right? So I didn't know about that yet, obviously. And I mentioned to them, I'm like, You're, you remember the Parkland shooting? You're asking for that to happen again across the state of California. You can't have a situation where a kid says he's going to shoot up a school and you don't notify law enforcement because guess what? Teachers and principals, they are not trained to be able to discern between who is a credible threat and who isn't. That is law enforcement's job. Apparently, the ACLU liked this bill and think it's something about racial equity. Yeah, Senator Bradford claims that there are too many black and Latino kids who get referred to law enforcement, and that's just simply not fair, and therefore, (laughs) you should not call law enforcement. What is the appropriate number? And why does their, why does their, the color of their skin matter or their ethnicity? It should be whether they issued the threat or committed the assault. That's the only criteria. Why why does skin color and ethnicity matter? It doesn't. And I I guarantee you, ask any black parent or Latino parent or white parent or Asian parent, it doesn't matter. Ask them if they think law enforcement should be called if somebody makes a threat against their child in the school. And they will all tell you, yes, this is insanity. I can't even believe this bill got through. This got through the committee or the whole Senate? Oh, no, the whole Senate. The whole Senate voted into the assembly. Yeah. Well, yep, that, going to the assembly. So, and they I did. Know, they did this after after the Texas shooting. After the Texas shooting, yes, which is even more confounding to me. And you know, that's not. I mean, that's a really bad part of the bill that you don't have to call law enforcement. But some of the other things in the bill are um, you you can't call law. Well, not you can't. You don't. You're not required to call law enforcement if somebody's selling drugs on campus or is in possession of drugs on campus. Oh, and by the way, you can also bring pellet guns and airsoft guns on campus and not have the school be required to call law enforcement. What? You know how much damage a pellet gun can do? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously? Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of great things. I'm dead serious. I'm not making it. The only thing he changed in order to get the bill passed, to get the votes he needed, was he said, okay, fine. I'll take out the part about not having to call law enforcement if you bring a pellet gun or an airsoft gun to school. That's all he changed. And that was only to get the votes that he needed from a few people because oh. he needed four votes. Yeah. Who is this guy, Bradford? State Senator Stephen, Stephen Bradford. Bradford. Represent- and, yes. he, and he's from where? Um, he's, he represents Los Angeles area. He's from Gardena. He's from Gardena, Stephen Bradford. And he thinks that school employees should not report physical assaults and threats by the students. Yeah. And their, you know, their argument was, look, we're not saying they can't call law enforcement. We're saying they're not required to let the schools decide really. So you think there are not going to be some schools out there who say, you know, 
uh, we don't ever want law enforcement involved with all our students. We will handle everything in-house. You don't think there are schools out there that will oh, do of that? Course. Of course, there's there will be. all kinds of uh, like silly woke holes now who have this idiotic right. philosophy. The thing is, it's innocent kids uh, are, are, are going to be the victims of this. Often it'll be innocent kids of color. Uh, that, that this isn't this is more insanity. This is more obsession yeah, well, with uh, it's an, part of the cult. The obsession with color, the obsession with ethnicity, the obsession should be getting rid of the the, the bad students, the dangerous students. Exactly. So wow. listen, everybody who's listening to your program, they need to call their state assembly member. They need to call the members of the Assembly Public Safety Committee oh. and email them. And the chairman of that committee is Assemblyman Reggie Jones Sawyer. And so he's also from L.A. They need to call these people and tell them you cannot let this bill pass. What happens when they refer people? They've been doing that, right, to law enforcement. I mean, Does that become some big horror for the student? No, no. First of all, your record gets expunged when you turn 18 anyway. Second of all, I've talked to my friends who are principals and who are teachers and asked them, like, you know, did these kids all get arrested? Like, what happened? And they said, no, most of the time law enforcement will talk to them, find out what's going on, and that's about the extent of it. Then they make it in some trouble at school, you know, they might get detention or suspension or whatever. It depends on, you know, what they did. But it's not as though law enforcement is hauling everybody away in the back of a cruiser. That's just not the case. The teachers want this? No, God no! They they're don't the, want that responsibility. The, I mean, can you the, imagine the first? They're first in line to get assaulted. That's right. That's right. I mean, they don't want to be the ones that have to figure out if this kid means it or is he just, you know, popping off at the mouth because he's upset about something. They don't want that responsibility. <laughs> so again, this makes it doesn't make it mandatory, but schools can still report to law enforcement if they want to, right? If they want to, yeah. Yeah, but it's not mandatory. Yeah, but the thing is, the the kid could be so scary, they might be afraid to, and they don't want to cause the trouble. At least if it's mandatory, they they, they just say, hey, we're following the law here. There's nothing we can do. But, boy, that puts them in a bad position where if they don't want to enrage this guy any further... Oh God, well, it's that's also bad. Assault, by the way, it also it also says if you assault someone on campus, like a teacher or a principal, they don't have to report that either. Hey, I mean, you so, know, you in, know, in L.A. No County, if, if a kid got, does this, uh, Gascon will not even uh, try them as as an adult and not even go for well, the gun enhancements. That's true. So they're just asking yeah, for something true. bad to happen. They're just they're right. really working towards this. Wow. All right, Melissa. Well, thanks for coming on. Sorry, it wasn't good news. <laughs> It's, it's never Hopefully good Hopefully it'll get beaten in the guys. assembly, but I wouldn't count on it. All right, State Senator Melissa Melendez from the Inland Empire telling us about a new state Senate bill, but she says it kept getting turned down, except today it did pass. In the state Senate, schools will no longer be required to report students who commit acts that, uh, well, acts of violence, acts of concern to law enforcement. They don't have to. Schools would have the option to do that. And again, the reasoning is it's it's another one of these things. It's woke. It's racist. Because it's too garbage. Many students of color are being referred. It's complete garbage. It's whoever makes the threats. It's whoever commits the assaults. That's the way it is. That's the way it should be. All right. We got more coming up, and that would be the moist line next. John and Ken KFI. Nearly 20 police officers stood in a hallway outside of the classrooms during this week's attack on the Texas Elementary School for more than 45 minutes before they used a master key to open a door and confront the gunman. 
We learned this today. It's what happened at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, with the gunman 18-year-old Salvador Ramos. And the man at the center of it is the Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District Chief, Pete Arredondo. We're going to play for you after the news at 530. It's going to take about three minutes, but it's worth your listen. Today they had a news conference in Texas, and the Department of Public Safety, uh, Steve McGraw, was the person that uh, led the news conference to explain the mistakes mistakes that were made. It's coming up in just about 10 or 15 minutes. But but first, but first, who waits for this every week excitedly? I do. You know what it is? Oh, it's a super holiday getaway version of it. Yeah, the woohoo! Oh my. You know, I can't get Ken, I don't think he heard there's, you. There's you the, may have to no, repeat no, it. No, you don't. You, you can, can you can repeat. I saw no, you did Eric. that with the traffic. That was well done. Yeah, thank uh, you. Eric, you snuck Eric, that in. Eric, you could just start playing the, the crazy music. No, Eric, ah. we have to talk about the super <laughs> duper holiday weekend getaway. Moist line happens edition. a few times a year, John. All right, here we go. Moist line, round one, one eight hundred uh moist eighty six. Hey, this is John. And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. Why are we not looking for the homeless families and then holding them responsible for the cost of uh, the burden that they are putting on society? I don't know why the Democrats are so anxious to flood our border and surge it with illegal aliens. I don't understand what is the purpose. What is the good of this that can happen for anybody? You're letting people stack up on the border and God knows what's happening to them. They sell their souls to the cartels. The only way electric cars work is if we find a way to energize the car via the road. We can never build enough charging stations when you consider the time it takes to charge a car versus five minutes it takes for me to fill my car up with gasoline. The best part about that video was that <laughs> while the robbers were trying to take the trays, some of the employees were snatching the trays away from them and putting them behind the counter. That's the, the only reason they're stalling to give the rebate on the tax increase or the taxes on the gasoline is they're waiting for the new gas tax to kick in so they can just refund what they're taking from you and not having to hit their own coffers again. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger had it right. Instead of us having electric cars, how about hydrogen-fueled cars? Okay, it runs like a gas car, except it uses hydrogen as a different fuel. You're talking about electric vehicles. Well, we just lost the electricity up here in Antelope Valley. So, uh, <laughs> I don't like Joe Biden any better than you guys do. I certainly don't respect him or like what he's doing for the country. But I have to think that he's better than what we would get if they get rid of him. I don't know really? if I'm more mad that the people are throwing the food away or mad at the people getting the food that have the nerve to say they're sick of it. I went into the gas station just now and the clerk is cleaning human off the floor. She said it was caused by a homeless person, but you know, it may as well have been Garcetti that on the floor. Uh, you guys were talking about the offset carbon thing? I wanted to know if uh, maybe if I drink alcohol and beer, uh, is, it, is it cool that I recycle the cans? Is that offset to recycle of the beer cans? Although we're more connected than ever, we've never been further apart. With all these school shootings, these kids are begging for interaction. They're striving to have some human contact. That's what we've, we're lacking. Changes on the way, guys. We as leaders have failed. Don't forget, they don't want you to charge your electric vehicle during peak use time. I can <laughs> see Garcetti's parents <laughs> taking a picture of him on a camel saying that he was on the camel racing team. That'll get him in. <laughs> I just feel like there's so little hope 
people are looking around, seeing other countries being helped before them. Just <laughs> whatever minimum wage you might be making, that's not getting you by. Rent's high. People are just hopeless. Get two armed guards in every school around America, sitting out in the open so everybody can see them. That puts an end to any of these school massacres. The only way you'll have 100% effective gun control is to get rid of the human being. Why? Because it's simple. The human being is the one that pulls the trigger. We are the ones who are responsible. We are the ones who are idiots. We are the ones who just cannot open our eyes to the facts. With regards to Texas and schools, we can go into middle schools and high schools and find out who the children are. The kids know, the teachers know. Yes. But with that information, what can we do in a free society? We have to take action, but what opportunities do we have? Biden took a substantial amount of oil off the market. So the market is now tighter, so therefore the prices are higher. Of course, it's all Biden. If Facebook took the post down, they must have seen it. Why didn't Facebook contact somebody? If you took guns off the street, you would have people resorting to worse alternatives and doing even more harm than a gun can do. If someone wants to hurt someone, there's nothing you can do to stop them. They can gather all those RVs up and take them to Irwindale Raceway this Saturday. They're having an RV demolition derby. Yeehaw! That's a good idea. Thank you for leaving your message. I'd go to that. Yeah, it's about the RVs Goodbye. that they, they can't tow. The city of LA they they don't really have any have space to store them. Take them to a demolition derby. They have an RV demolition derby? Really? That sounds like fun. That's a good day. Those things are hard to maneuver, <laughs> but you could really get going smashing into somebody else. Guy had a yeehaw at the end of that. Yeah, it's <laughs> good promotion. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the And that guy that says that there'd be worse than guns, that people start hurling bombs? Is that what's going to happen uh, if uh, they take the guns uh, away? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I want to get Nukes? out of here. All right, coming up <laughs> next. Yeah. They had a big news conference today in Texas. In fact, they called out the director of the Texas Department of Public Safety to tell us what we think we knew yesterday. Mistakes were made in the response to the mass shooting. That's true. There is an air, uh, an RV demolition derby Saturday in Irwindale. I just uh, looked hey, it up. Gee, Should I, we all meet there? I, You know, I wish I didn't already have plans. I like plans. to smash into Deborah Marks. Oh, I have plans. Sorry, Gates guys. open at 4. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's ready. Autograph yeah. sessions at 545 with the drivers. <laughs> Autograph sessions. Oh, we can't be a driver. Wow. They've already signed up professionals. That's pretty cool. All right. Well, at about 9 this morning, our time, they brought out the big gun. This would be the Texas Department of Public Safety Director Stephen McCraw. He held a news conference. Reporters had a lot of questions about the timeline of the attack on the Texas Elementary School. Why did they not rush in there sooner to try to rescue those kids in the barricaded classroom? We're going to play you about a two and a half minute clip of Stephen McGraw summing up the timeline and the whole situation. The question simply is this. There was a 40 minute gap. And if the 911 operators were aware that, that children were alive in that classroom, why weren't officers notified of that? And if that's the case, why didn't they take action? That's the question. And again, the, I'll go back to the answer for right now, is that, that it was considered, okay? The decision was made on the scene. I wasn't there, but at the same point in time, you know, a decision was made that this was a barricaded subject situation. There was time to retrieve the keys and wait for a tactical team with the equipment to, to go ahead and breach the door and take on the subject at that point. That was the decision, that was the thought process at that particular point in time. 
And there was 19, like I said, there was 19 officers in there. In fact, there was plenty of officers to do whatever needed to be done, with one exception, is that the, the incident commander inside believed they needed more equipment and more officers to do a tactical breach at that point. That's why BORTAC was requested on the scene as soon as they were there. They executed, they searched, or at least a, a dynamic entry, and went in, and uh, of course, that was not until 12, that was not until 1257. Hey, with the benefit of hindsight, hey, the benefit of, hey, stand by, stand by, hey, stand by, hey, stand by, right? I got it, I got, I got it, okay. Hey, from the, from the benefit of hindsight, where I'm sitting now, of course it was not the right decision, it was a wrong decision, period. There's no, no excuse for that. But again, I wasn't there, but I'm just telling you, from what we know, we believe there should have been a, an entry at that as soon as you can. Hey, when there's an active shooter, the, the rules change. It's no longer, okay, it's no longer a barricaded subject. We don't have time. You don't worry about outer perimeters. And by the way, Texas embraces active shooter training, active shooter certification, and that, that, doc, that doctrine requires officers. We don't care what agency you're from. You don't have to have a leader on the scene. Every officer lines up, stacks up, goes and finds where those rounds are being fired at and keeps shooting until the subject is dead, period. So the person that uh, probably has to answer the most here is the Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District Chief, Pete Arredondo. He was referred to by the by the uh, public safety director, Steve McGraw, there in that clip as the uh, incident commander. It was uh, his decision that we got the shooter barricaded. We think the shooting stopped. Uh, let's just work on keeping him in there till we can get the door open well, correctly I'm, with a SWAT team. And then, meanwhile, we'll evacuate all the other people in the building. But I'm sorry. How stupid was this guy? Really, how stupid was he? Because it, it's clear from the timeline that they have released is that there were students who were shot but still alive. And then there were other students who never got shot and they were alive too. And the shooter was still in the classroom, barricaded by, nobody's described exactly how the barricade was. If you've got 19 cops, they've all got weapons and they have some shields. I, there, there's absolutely no explanation for this because this girl had called repeatedly uh, she called at 12.03. At 12.03, there were 19 officers in the hallway. At 12.10, she calls and says there are multiple dead. At 12.13, she calls again. At 12.16, she calls 911 for the fourth time in 13 minutes, asking for help, and says eight to nine students are still alive. That's almost exactly the same time when the SWAT members arrived with the shields. How can how big is the classroom? How come the shooter didn't notice her on the phone? I know she was whispering, but it's still weird. I don't know. Standard classrooms aren't that big. I know they hid behind desks, and one kid said he managed to stay out of sight. I don't know. I don't know what state he was in. Uh, he apparently was playing music, yeah, loud, I heard that. sad music, like music. And he said of something death. like, "Look what we have here." <clears throat> he noticed uh, he was going to kill all these kids. He M could. Maybe the music was playing. There was probably noise and commotion with the cops outside in the hallway. The point is, the girl's calling 911 repeatedly. 
this uh, this official was saying, well, yeah, the commander was aware of the calls. So you want to bang your head against the wall. Why would Pete Arredondo not send his men in? The parents wanted to go in. The parents wanted to take their their vests and guns and go in. What I mean, and he's disappeared now. He hasn't spoken publicly. He hasn't answered any questions. You said he got elected to the city council. Just he recently. got elected to the city council. NBC ran a story this afternoon, uh, and they said he's the one who stopped the 19 officers from breaking in uh, because he thought the children were not under an active threat anymore. I guess he thought everybody was dead and and that the gunman had stopped shooting. Except that wasn't true. The gunman kept shooting periodically throughout that I- entire 30, 40 minutes. Uh, and and so he spent his time trying to find the keys that would let him in. I I mean they're fumbling for keys. They they are arresting not arresting parents. They're wrestling parents, and they were handcuffing parents and and bumbling around for the keys. They were incapable of opening the door. The little girls calling every few minutes saying, "Come get us! Some of us are alive." And I don't understand. This makes no sense. There's got to be more to this story. Yeah, and he ran for city council last month, and he and he won, in addition to being the chief of police for this school district. And uh, he was supposed to get sworn in on Tuesday. This I, is going to cost the state of Texas, Uvalde, a lot in the civil suits that will follow over this from the families of the dead kids. Uh, more coming up. That's the Moist Line next. Johnny Ken, KFI. Well, the jury went home without a decision in Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp. You're going to have to wait till <laughs> Tuesday to see what they decide, at least Tuesday. Oh, man. This Monday's a holiday. Tough weekend. Let's uh, let's go out the door with the rest of the Moist Line. You call anytime, leave messages. You can use the iHeartRadio app. You can use the toll-free number, one eight seven seven moist 86 Hey, this is John. And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. Can't we make them give us back our money? We have the GAN Act of 1979 that says they're supposed to give us money back. But now I read that they're trying to get rid of that so they can keep all the money and never give us anything back. What can we do? So little Erica Garcetti sent mommy and daddy to D.C. to panhandle for his ambassadorship. Maybe he should angle for something more suitable, like Nancy Pelosi's ice cream taster. I work as a firefighter, and in my jurisdiction, if we have a patient that is not in the right state of mind and they're not capable of making choices for themselves and we need to send them into the hospital and they're refusing, we call the police to involuntarily send them in with the homeless. If you make contact with them and they're not in the right state of mind, they're unable to make choices for themselves, then why don't we involve them into these rehab facilities and into the hospital to get the treatment that they need? It's the exact same thing. Haven't we been paying taxes for the last eight or nine or ten years for water and building new dams and stuff like that? The Coastal Commission is saying we don't need a desal unit in Orange County because we have enough groundwater. Does the Coastal Commission speak to the people who are telling us we're in a drought. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like the FBI and the CIA all over again. It's time for us as a society to demand that our government stops sending billions of dollars to foreign countries and let's fortify our schools. What we need is to get all of the tech giants together and come up with one program that can accurately predict well ahead of time before somebody is about to go violent and then automatically sends that off to the FBI so they can watch that person even further. 
You can have all the red flag laws on the books you want, but unless people are funded to go into these monsters' residences that are running wild free because we have to be soft on criminals, and seeing what kind of arsenals they have, you're going to keep having crazy people with guns killing people. They must be monitored if they're not locked up. You can't help the homeless people because they're not homeless people. They are feral humans. These are human beings that have chosen to return to the wild. I love the sheriff. Homeless people are they're just quitters, man. They're a burden on society. They've given up, and we got to treat them with kid gloves. Well, it's time to take the gloves off. Yeah. You live in Riverside, and you work in Los Angeles. You don't really have a, a, a reasonable choice but to take the Metrolink. So those people are stuck. When the existing freeways were built, they were built mostly through white middle-class neighborhoods, and the government was called racist. Now, they finally got around to putting them through poor neighborhoods, and they're called racist for that. You can't win. The ACLU, the it's media, true. our existing gun laws not being enforced, and our mental health system. All this has led up to this mass shooting and others, too. Congress passes a law that makes social media companies put logarithms in place that when this content is posted, it instantly flags the local police department. If they can track what I'm buying online, they can do this. Thank you for leaving your yeah. message. Please hang up. Goodbye. That's a pretty good uh, couple of rounds of the moist line today. Yeah. Some strong points in there. You can uh, leave a message to the iHeartRadio app. You're hearing more of those using the microphone there or call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86. Tim Conway. Hey, now. Hey, now. I like the uh, the guy who said the homeless are just feral. They're returning to the wild. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> like cats. that's a great way to describe it. That's right. what's happening. Yeah. They're just uh, getting back to their roots. You know? Go they start scrambling on all fours. Back to the cave. Foraging right? in, the, in the trash cans. That's right. Um, Alex Michelson's coming on tonight, 730. Uh, Stacy Hoffer, you probably don't know the name, but she puts together that parade in Huntington Beach, that 4th of July parade, um, oh. which is on this year, you know, yeah. for the first time. Time in, I don't know, 50 years or so because of the <laughs> pandemic. And then Joe uh, Buscayano is coming out with us. Plus, uh, a decades-long 710 freeway widening plans have been canceled. Why would you want to widen a freeway in L.A.? You know, and we got plenty of freeways, plenty of room to wander yeah. around. Why, why would you want to no widen the, the, <laughs> the one that comes from the port? That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Which carries, I think, like a third of all the merchandise in America. Right. And at one point, there are two lanes on that freeway coming out of the port. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Well, so two trucks can get to L.A. at the same time. Great. <laughs> <It's crazy. laughs> it really is unbelievable. Um, and then uh, housekeepers uh, struggle at U.S. hotels. They're ditching the daily room cleaning. Uh, so if you're going to stay home for a week, uh, you know, hotel for a week, you get one room cleaning. One room cleaning. Not every right. day. Oh, yeah. Sometimes things get filthy fast. But, but that makes sense, though. I mean, you know, you don't you don't change your sheets every day at home, right? So, yeah, it's true. Know, you know. Yeah, I never understood why they did that. Uh, they don't change them anyway. I they just, just look at them. <laughs> they do. They ah, pretend. Right. That's exactly right. You always see Joe Grover down there with you know spray painting the sheets. Oh, doing the the black lights. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah the black lights. See the stuff. See the disgusting the stains. Yeah. yeah, right. You just live with it, right? Yeah. That's what you're paying for. I go to hotel rooms. I try not to think about it. Yeah, I try you not got to, think, to. You know, he's right. If you see like a, a blooded stain, it's like oh. Yeah, my dad did a. I draw the line at blood. My dad did a commercial for one of those really low-end um, hotel chains, and he decided he got to sleep in there one night to make sure you know that he uses the product if he's going to endorse it. 
So he's going to bed, and this big, huge cockroach comes walks oh. right across his forehead into the bed. And he's oh. like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Not a good one. <laughs> oh. I don't know what chain it was, but uh, it's I think. good. He's got some integrity. I think they wrapped it up shortly after that. A lot of that. people stayed in hotels this weekend. We did a good job there, didn't we? Yeah. Ding right. dong. Yeah, ding dong. Right. Crush has got the news. Yeah. next. Here comes that Come show. KFI, KMSTHD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.